0: desert dwellers you're listening to another episode of the imperial senate podcast i'm your host charlie ashby who is everyone's favorite and who nobody wants to leave the show um and joining me today are two of the clumsiest spies in the galaxy nikki and claire how is everyone hello
1: (laughs) 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 i think nikki's response speaks for both of us
2: that's my super spy voice Oh, was that your spy voice? I liked... Right. Oh, yeah, you know, I couldn't even I'm tell it was you. Undercover, you know.
1: <laughs> That's one way to go incognito <laughs> to introduce yourself to someone going, hello. <laughs> 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 They'll never notice you.
0: Yeah, just Dick Van
2: Dyker.
1: <laughs> Here we go.
0: There we go. Mary Poppins. I come from London. Oh, London town.
1: <laughs> Are you telling me that people from London do not sound like that, Charlie? Like I feel robbed.
0: I
2: mean,
1: duped, bam- bamboozled. You're talking
2: even. to one. Right I wouldn't now. say nobody. I know, they're, yeah, there are. They're <laughs>
0: yeah. Not like Dick Van Dyke, though. That's an accent that <laughs> mankind has yet to pinpoint. Its own dialect. Oh, I heard you went down the apples and bays, Mary Poppins. <laughs> 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 You a stroke. This
1: is now a Mary Poppins podcast
0: <laughs> It's like someone from
2: London put at like 1.5 Or 0. .5 speed or something Or Me Or about love
0: <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning With a kebab on their end <laughs> There we go <laughs> right, fucker That's more like it
1: Spot on
2: So is everyone
0: Millwall. good everyone-
2: <laughs> What'd you say Millwall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no one likes us.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
0: What, you're well shit, mate. Lines 10, you fucker. Nicky's <laughs> got a lot of experience. This is why he's so Indeed. good at it.
1: He's killing it right now.
0: You fucking bellend. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: Bellend. Bellend's one of my favourite words of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Sometimes no Star one says, Wars, no right?
0: Says, yeah, but no one says Knobhead <laughs> as much as they should do as well. Oh, yeah. That's true. Better, better end than Knobhead. Mm-hmm. Pick up the pace, Claire.
1: I'll get right on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I totally will. I, I wouldn't say that in that phrase. No. Um, <laughs> so, we were in a bit of a Star Wars drought recently. In fact, I was like, I was kind of like worried that we had, you know, weren't doing as much content as usual, but actually thinking about it, we didn't have that much to talk about until literally today when all today and yesterday where everything sort of just dropped on us. Right? Yeah. Pretty much. So, should we just dive into it? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Please do. Lots to look at. Awesome. So obviously, first of all, Star Wars Resistance Season 2, the trailer dropped yesterday. But we also got news that this will be the final season that will begin airing on October 6th, um, which was, a, I think, a shock to a bunch of people. I know it. we'll talk about this a bit in a minute, where mate, this was probably the plan all along, but still, it was kind of a bit of a weird shock. I don't think anyone sort of expected it to be the final season. Um, we got a, sort of a release of the, the plot, which says, set amid the events of Star Wars The Last Jedi and before... Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. The story picks up after a harrowing escape from the First Order, as Kazuda Ziono I love his name, Kazuda Ziono, and the denizens of the Colossus wind up lost in space, pursued by Agent Tierney and Commander Pyre, who have taken Tam Revora aboard their ship. In the enticing new trailer, Supreme Leader Kylo Ren himself makes an appearance, alongside General Hux, Captain Phasma, and plenty of other familiar faces. Alongside new characters, including a never-before-seen Hutt gangster, the thrilling final season promises to spotlight how even unlikely heroes can help keep the spark of hope alive in a troubled galaxy. Yeah, yeah. So, did you guys watch the trailer? I did, yes.
1: Yes!
0: What did you guys think? It's uh, so
2: good. It's (laughs) action-packed. And there's there's so much in it. It is. Um I was like, shit, how long is this season going to be? <laughs> because there's so <laughs> there's just so much stuff. Um so yeah, I mean, it's exciting and I know like Lucasfilm animation trailers are generally like the greatest hype machines of all time. Um so you never know exactly what the season will actually be like, <laughs> but I think the trailer did a really good job at sort of Showing everything Resistance can be and what it's going to be. So, it's fun.
0: Claire?
1: Yeah, I am so excited because it seems to be, at least this trailer, it was so exciting. I mean, Resistance has been visually beautiful from the beginning. It Like, no argument there. But every single shot of this trailer was so jam-packed with... Detail and it was just gorgeous to look at. And then on top of it, it seems like they're trying that they have, well, not trying, they're su- very much succeeding at making Easter eggs relevant plot points, you know? Mm. Like, as somebody who appreciates the little things, the little weird guys in Star Wars, to see a freaking. Guavian Death Gang member and Sidon Ifano. Yo, yo. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong but nobody said it so I'm going to say that's how it's pronounced for now. And seeing all these like sequel trilogy bounty hunters show up to see uh, Tora Doza wear a jacket which is nearly identical to Leia's in Empire Strikes Back by the way. um, Just seeing all these little Easter eggy things in and just see them seem like they make such relevant sense and have a purpose for being there, not just being like fan service-y Easter egg things. It was, I'm just, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. This season looks beautiful and, and, and I'm, and there's so much bucket in this trailer. (laughs) And every time he shows up, I just like do a little wiggly happy dance in my chair the whole time. I'm just, this trailer was just fun. It was pure fun and I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be freaking exciting. <laughs> That's the only thing I do know. I'm so excited, but I can't believe they're ending it here. But I can understand, I can understand logistically why.
0: Yeah. Like, obviously, this season's been in production since what, 2017, I think Pablo said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm a Brit. So I'm accustomed to the short series. However, it did feel a bit odd that they didn't sort of announce that celebration. That seems like the best place to do so. Especially when they have had the advance set up and then knowing what they were doing with the show. Mm -hmm. It just seems a bit odd to sort of drop it randomly in August, but, you know. I also feel
2: like it would be weird to drop it in the panel, though. Oh, no
0: would it though if it's the last
2: time I'd, I mean just add might- that panel I didn't feel I mean it would have just I felt a vibe that it if they would have done that it would just would have been really different Um, but I mean we mm-hmm. didn't have we didn't even have the trailer at the panel Um, so that was we just got the episode Um, oh just mm, the episode yeah they didn't show anything else <laughs> so uh, it, yeah, it's kind of just a funky like-, like way to roll it all out
0: but what about like in terms of I wanna know, what's your opinion on the contrast between that and Rebel Season Four? Because obviously that at Celebration, that's when we found out that Rebel Season Four would be the last season as well.
2: I think that that so. was fitting because I think Rebels had an like sort of extended life. Um whereas this it's kinda just like, hey, thanks for showing up for our season one review panel and also, this is the last one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Enjoy the episode. <laughs> um, I feel like there's no really good way <laughs> to explain um, a show's ending unless they would have said it right at the beginning. Like this was this is a limited run series. Um, it's just kind of yeah. It's all kind of weird. I mean, I don't. I'm not like upset. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna fit very neatly into the two or into the sequel trilogy. Um, but yeah, no, it's just kind of, it's kind of like a weird, it's like dropping a, <laughs> it's like a, just a silent restaurant where everything's like going and then someone drops all the plates and you're like, Oh, okay. But life goes on.
1: I, I, yeah. You know, I just, I just wonder because it seems like there was so much effort put into this series. Like at the start I don't feel like it was probably intended to be this short. But then when you have well even though Dave Filoni kind of had his hands on it in the beginning and then kind of stepped back um he's got his hands in a lot of projects now. Um with the Mandalorian and with his final season of Clone Wars I'm he's a he's a busy guy um and and I don't know. I just it's a, I, it leaves such a weird, weird taste in my mouth, to be honest with you, just because it doesn't make. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to make this series so short without announcing it at the beginning. It would be so limited because it does seem like they put so much effort into it. I don't know what the actual viewership of this season, the first season was. I don't know how many people actually sat down and watched it and responded to it and enjoyed it other than us crazies. But, um, yeah, I just. I feel like that maybe could have affected it because I mean, Rebels had pretty much every season. I think, almost, I think every season was released on Blu-ray,
2: mm-hmm. and se- That's right. and
1: season one of Resistance is only on DVD. <laughs> it's
2: ridiculous.
1: Which puts it, which is ridiculous. <laughs> it's a lower video quality than you would get streaming in online, and and it's just I. Why would, why?
2: Give me that resistance VHS. If it wasn't
1: struggling. (laughs) Yeah. It really does feel like, I just don't understand why. um, If it, like, it must have not had the viewership that other shows have had because it just, it's been kind of pushed aside in a lot of ways. And I don't quite understand that because they did such an excellent job and clearly put so much. Effort and design and heart into it, and cast so many famous, talented people in it, mm-hmm. which could also have been its downfall. But
2: yeah, it's yeah. like for me, um, there could be all sorts of different reasons. I think part of it is definitely it's stuck in this really awkward phase of Disney XD <laughs> like becoming more and more irrelevant in the way Disney programs, yeah. Um, Mm. which isn't to say they couldn't just move it over to, to Disney plus, like, like a Disney plus original series. But then it's also like, you know, it again, from a story standpoint, it's like, how much were they intending to dig into this? Like, but beyond episode nine, I don't know what the story of resistance would be, you know? Um, it's, it's almost like it's meant to just play in this little area and then like, peace out and just kind of be this this little story that, that went on um, while the, the threat of the First Order was being addressed. But like, like, I don't even know if I could conceive how much of a longer lifetime I would have like, thought of for the show. Um, but it is just weird in general. Yeah. The way it kind of feels like it's getting the plug pulled.
0: Yeah, it's... It just it it just felt abrupt. I think that's the best word for it. Just you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I I personally think there there could have been a, maybe one more season. I think three seasons would have been a good run because you got obviously the first season is set between uh, well pre TFA and at some point during the film. Obviously, this is going to be set between eight and nine. But I feel like there's a there was a decent amount of time between you could have maybe extended that into a, another season perhaps um of course you know i'm we're not in charge i'm sure the stories will be great and it'll explain everything but i'm not sure whether that's a, a weird response for just the show or just me i'm still sort of weirded out by the timeline of it all as in like the sequel trilogy because yeah. it's <laughs> so quick <laughs> um, right yeah like I, re- I was thinking about it when I was watching the trailer. There's that scene where, um, the pirates. Okay, is it the pirates to say we're in a war, or is it come, like, Captain Dozer that says that? I think it's Doze, Yeah, and it's like, yeah, like started yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it, yeah, yeah. I think that. Threw yeah, me it's for like a bit the sequel
2: trilogy's taken up what like a week of time. <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. that? Um, a few days. Um. Yeah, no, it's funky, um, but we'll see. I mean, I think also just talking about like transitionary periods, I feel like also this show is like for Lucasfilm sort of a transition, right? Because like um, Claire was just saying, like Feloni sort of gave the idea and then like handed it off um, to the rest of that crew. So I wonder if it's almost like this was almost like a trial run for them, and after this show. They'll go on to something else, or just whatnot. But maybe see, it feels like they should have made the intention clear if it was gonna be just this little itty bitty pocket story, and not this like sort of sweeping narrative over many seasons that I think some expected.
0: Do you think it's like Palpatine saying, "Go to the Mustafar system and turn off all the battle droids"? <laughs> Cease production on the show.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like make way for my Sith troopers. <laughs> yeah, Sith troopers. <laughs> the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: by David That's the one thing they didn't make for the Sith troopers. They made fucking everything else for them. We don't have <laughs> Sith troopers. The the TV series. The um, commander is called Wolfie McWolf. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I think either way there's still so much to be excited about with this season. Um I feel like just watching that trailer again, um it's like this this seems to have like leaned into that space opera element more than almost anything else that's happened um in Star Wars so far. Um just just looking at some of the locations, like that where the big hut is located with the sort of like casino floating yes. casino and this giant monster.
1: Give me the hut stuff. It's like some sort of
2: giant monster at- attacking Kaz at some point. And then bounty hunters, exotic locations. It's like this is like the kind of Star Wars I want to see that will ultimately make it, you know, onto the, the theater. Like the we're not this the stage, <laughs> the theatra. Um <laughs> but uh like the the big screen. Um because this is like Really cool, really just iconic sort of location-looking stuff.
0: Yeah, do you know what? For me personally, I feel like Resistance does a better job at... I feel like Resistance does a better... You know how the prequels felt like it belonged in the OT? Like, it did a good job at blending. I feel like Resistance does a better job at blending the sequel trilogy with the original trilogy and the prequels. It's, mm-hmm. just the, it's just the yeah. small details, like some of the returning aliens, um, like you said, the huts and everything. It's, it's just cool. To see. It makes it feel more organic. It's, it's, it's the smaller things as well, like seeing the little pit droids. It mm-hmm. just makes it feel more natural and like, oh, yeah, they of course, it's the same universe. It all blends in. Um, super battle droids. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I have yes. to admit, I, I kind of was like, yay, and also like, oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> like, those fuckers, how many do they make?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Never
3: enough.
0: Well, speaking about characters that are from, you know, like from the films that are going to be in it, let's talk about some of the cast that will be joining this epic conclusion. Um, so Joe uh, Mang- Manganiello, who is from, well, Star comes as Magic Mike, but I'm pretty sure we all know him as... Flash Thompson from the 2002 Spider-Man movie. Oh, but of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he was uh, he was also Deathstroke in Arrow, if you watched Arrow.
0: No, he was in um, Suicide Squad. What, what? No, was he? Justice League. He was in Arrow. No, he wasn't in Arrow.
1: Was he in Justice League?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: He was at in one of those movies. Yeah. Well, one of them was um, a T-show,
0: but... He was in yeah, True Arrow Blood. Manu-
2: I believe.
1: We're all like I. Think I just like the idea in that in Nikki
2: is a big movie. True bug <laughs> fan. That's one admit. I mean, he What? What the? Well, <laughs> he'll be playing. Um, red,
0: which is a great name.
2: Um, Actually, he signed my. I got that. I like met him. Uh, he uh, <laughs> the random, random fact um that dungeons and dragons book that um Sam Witwer and like Kyle Newman oh, yeah. wrote together um i went to a it was like down the street so i went to a signing and and he was there so it's, i have it signed by him too yeah. That's awesome. He's very buff. Let's let's just get that out of the way. He's he's a he's a large man.
1: <laughs> I mean, it- if you're going to be married to Sofia Vergara, you got to be able to step up, you know?
2: That's true. That's very true.
1: Well, yeah, dude.
0: This is, this is why the Imperial Night podcast is the best Star Wars podcast, because you'd learn <laughs> <fact like> that. <laughs> um, but yeah, speaking of... Well, he's playing, yeah, x Tegrin, which is a, a great name and brings to mind the image of someone who is ripped. Um, I mean, you, his name's Axe, so of course, um, you wouldn't have a, you wouldn't be a dweeb and name your child Axe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Diggs from the original Broadway cast of the musical Hamilton, yeah, yeah. will be playing Norath Kev. Yes,
1: and he's also, if you're not familiar, he's, uh, well, he's in a lot of things, but he's also in. The HBO mockumentary by Andy Sandberg. It's called Tour de Pharmacy. And he plays um he plays one of the cyclists in the Tour de France. And it's it, he's gonna be so delightful and so funny. I'm excited for Norath Kev and I hope that he's as charming as he is
2: in that movie. And blind spotting. You guys haven't seen Blind Spotting.
1: And blind spotting, so yeah. Good.
2: Yeah, he is insanely talented
1: so excited he's coming
0: to the Star Wars also, Lucy Lawless you know, famous for being Xena warrior princess Ooh. and also an age of yes. she, um, <laughs> she wasn't in it for long but she was awesome in that um, she's playing the oh, how do I pronounce this? Claire do you want to pronounce that? <laughs> I, I, mean, I like no but I'll try
1: like I can't pronounce a word why don't you do it? <laughs> The Aeosian Queen?
3: I'll take take it.
1: (laughs) We'll say Aeosian.
0: Aeosian. 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 uh, uh, (laughs) Pablo, how do you say it? (laughs) Pablo, (laughs) what's the conspiracy like? Um, And then we've got Matthew Wood being Kylo Ren. I dig it. um, I (laughs) believe he did the voice for Batfront 2 as well, right? Yeah. He does a good job.
1: I believe he did.
2: Yeah, I thought it was good. He, d-
1: I th- like forget as Kylo Ren, forget as our beloved Roger Battle Droid. He just he <laughs> does a good job. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about Matthew Wood. Like, yep, yeah, he he does a he good job. he goes
2: to work and he performs. Whatever, whatever he no is doubt. doing, he does it well.
0: He's a good boy.
2: Also, I just really want to. Quickly confirm for our listeners that uh, <laughs> Joe Manganiello is indeed uh, Deathstroke <laughs> in the uh, DC Extended Universe.
0: Yeah, but is it, Just is to clear it in up Justice any League? Because I think Manu Bennett plays him in Arrow. Right. So that's
2: like the, the CW, right? Yeah. And then that's so. that's
1: right. I was so So close. he's
2: Deathstroke with a uh, Justice League cameo, I believe. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they were totally going to (laughs) do something Mm -hmm. with that Mm -hmm. That worked out
2: (laughs) Oh, let's not make fun
0: (laughs) They're trying (laughs) It's it's kind of depressing that You know Him playing Deathstroke And looking awesome Won't be happening But Woody Harrison in a really shitty wig Will be playing Carnage (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with Andy Serkis yeah. <laughs> oh man well, classics but yeah <laughs> so I think good. let's just wrap up the resistance stuff with um, I believe confirmation not pure confirmation but I think we can take it as confirmation that the radar technicians are a real job in Star Wars because we see the outfits from the SNL sketch in
2: this trailer ah, hashtag blessed
1: so good. I'm, my heart is overflowing for the SNL cast. Well, it's right like, now, with, in, including families right? Bobby it's Moynihan. It's like, with him
2: on the, the crew, it's like, how can you not go for that?
1: Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> you got to, you got to do it. Oh,
1: if you're going to throw Kylo Ren in a season that Bobby Moynihan is working, yeah, that's just, that's just neglectful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Also, shout you out to Bobby it. Moynihan for liking our tweets about the, uh, the costumes and my personal, well, what I want to happen and see happen is to get Taron Killam on the show at some point to play any character, <laughs> just because it'll, you know, make me happy. <laughs> he needs to play so his
2: officer whose son was killed by Gato Rain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After the rain, there's the rainbow, kids. <laughs> oh,
2: so Sorry, good. I killed They're your just dad. like <laughs> a few things I want to give a shout out to also. Okay, cool. Um, in the trailer. And that's um the the new sort of trooper design, which yeah. I think is based in a like an early first order stormtrooper concept. Mm-hmm. Um they look nice and menacing. My first like reaction was like, I wonder if this is like a first order death trooper of some sort. Um then let's see also there's a there's a lot of x wings yeah um throughout the trailer, and I think they're like the new republic version um which is exciting and then also there is uh, a sort of what's i forgot the name of that species it's like iktachi or something um it's whatever like Stacey tin is
0: yeah 20 um, dudes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 there's one of, there's like one of the bounty hunters is of that species and he looks like a a hefty lad <laughs> swinging <laughs> swinging some green blade staff around um so he looks cool I hope my buddy Quiggold is hanging out with uh the crimson corsair too oh yeah his little peg leg um yeah any content with them is automatically good content
0: yeah Sidon ifano is Probably my favorite sequel trilogy, tr- uh, sequel trilogy alien design. He's the coolest. Mm-hmm. Just the name, crimson. Beautiful. Corsair, gives me the especially
2: because we don't actually know what he looks like under the helmet. Yes, I no, hope we never do. Yeah, he's just he's just chilling. Also, man of mystery almost stole Finn away from us.
0: Also, there's a book in. I can't remember what the book's called. I think it's like the. The hidden treasure of Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. And they find. I think it's set before TFA or maybe afterwards where he goes on a mission and they're trying to find this treasure which was supposedly Count Dooku's from the Clone Wars. Yep. And they think it's like gold or whatever. And it's actually one of the clones from the Clone Wars in suspended animation.
2: My boy and, Kicks. Oh, is it Kicks, right? It is, yeah.
0: And it ends up with him joining the crew, so maybe we might actually see a clone trooper on Resistance.
2: Mm. A lot of babies gonna be conceived that day. That episode. I <laughs> <Yes. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Gonna hit up on that, uh, that Disney XD app or Disney Play app or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, I hope it's, it's called some
0: sexy time. That episode will be called "Just for Kicks." Oh. Yay. <laughs> hey. Also. Is Kaz's dad alive?
2: Was that him in the trailer? I heard people I sort of so. speculating. I don't know who else it would be except someone just brand new. Um, so it's possible, yeah. He's off planet.
0: I like the idea. He's like, no, my dad. Oh, wait. No, it's fine. <laughs> also, fuck you, dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Remember that super heartfelt moment? So <laughs> That's a total Star Wars Rebels move, though, if we're going to be honest. Let's talk about Sabine's family supposedly getting disintegrated and then commercial break. Psych, <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> that would be a very, very Rebels
2: move. Well, to if be we- fair, it was the next episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it was one freaking commercial break. They, they aired back to back.
2: Like, oh, did they? I don't remember.
1: Why? They did. They aired them. It was like the season premiere or something like that, and they were back to back.
2: Right, and like that's the one we we they showed us the first half of that at celebration. Um, uh, so we left celebration oh, with her being God. like they're all dead, and then it was like, oh, <laughs> wait. <laughs> so yeah, no, <laughs> I can I can understand the uh, when it's back to back the uh, the
0: vibe. <laughs> Yeah. The same arc that ended yeah. with um. Uh, Jesus, wife I forgot? A uh, Bo-Katan saying, "I'll I'll do this for my sister," even though she tried to kill her like sixty times. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: Oh, I love Rebels. I don't want to hate on Rebels too
0: complex. much, but. Yes. I mean, true love. We'll say that. Should we go on to the next topic? We shall. Oh, why don't we? Okay. Um, earlier today CineLinks.com reported that Ewan McGregor is set to reprise his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in a Disney Plus series the report stated that Ewan recently signed the contract leading to the website speculating that we could be possibly seeing an announcement at D23 this month Um, since then Deadline, Variety and The Hollywood Reporter have all corroborated this report um, which looks like it may finally happen now, I just want to say, like, this isn't confirmed by Lucasfilm, so take it with a grain of salt. But Deadline, Variety, and Hollywood Reporter are very, you know, they're the, they're the top three. If they're reporting it, it's very likely. So, I personally think this is going to happen. But again, I wouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like, those those kind of later reports now, that's not to, like... Say anything about anyone else. I'm sure they, you know, people are generally credible if they're not assholes on YouTube. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> people like Deadline coming in and at least talking about it means the industry like has some kind of know about it. To whatever degree um, things have progressed, it kind of seems like they are at least factually progressing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I should say shout out obviously one to sillylinks.com dot com for reporting this today. But also for Star Wars News Net, uh, for reporting earlier this year that uh the Obi Wan story was potentially being shipped around and it looks like obviously that was confirmed mm. with this news. Um one of the most interesting things I I think about this news seems to be that the film well the project started off as a potential standalone movie. And it's now sort of, it looks like it's evolved into a um, this Disney Plus show, mm-hmm. which I, 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 I'm seeing things are saying eight episodes around, which is really interesting. Um, so I was going to ask you guys, first of all, what do you think about this project? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh,
1: I think it's a no-brainer. <laughs> I mean, you have Ewan, who's been Dying to jump onto another Star Wars thing for forever. You have one of the most beloved characters in all of Star Wars, a fantastic actor portraying him, um, and just you like can feed off of the nostalgia of the original trilogy because he'd be older Obi Wan, and the happiness of the prequel generation because you and Obi-Wan in the prequels was amazing it's just it's a no-brainer that that i mean i guess i really shouldn't say that i should find some wood to knock on but it's a no-brainer that it would be a success it's who wouldn't want to watch that again you know
2: i want to see oh go ahead sorry. but
1: <laughs> oh no worries i'm just i think that i think that if treated with care this could be done Exceptionally well, and it could be super adored. Um, but I also think at the same time they need to create a story that is worthy of that character and that actor, and that's not going to be an easy feat. But if you think people aren't going to watch it, you're mm-hmm. crazy. <laughs> Even if it's I bad. want to see the
2: uh, the Disney skeptics crawl back for this one, because like this is like the kind of project <laughs> that. I think even they couldn't <laughs> say no to <laughs> um and it, it yeah. just bringing it bringing you back is like a yeah a slam dunk um and I think if if there was a lesson to be learned from solo apart from like don't trust anyone <laughs> it was uh it was <laughs> that you don't have to tell these stories through um movies that could tank at the box office. Um, You can break them up into, I think eight episodes, like eight hour long episodes is the perfected uh, form of visual media. (laughs) It's just, it's like, it's not quite a movie, Mm -hmm. not quite like a season long show, but it's like just enough time to tell a compact sort of um, well drawn out story. And yeah, if, if they looked at Solo and they were like, you know what, maybe this doesn't have the legs to carry theatrically. Um, let's let's look at these other projects that we're working on and see how they might fit into being Disney Plus shows. Um, I think that's, that's a lesson well learned. And if that's where Obi-Wan's heading, I think that's perfect. If that's where a potential Solo sequel or just any sort of project bringing back Solo cast members um it goes i think that's a a brilliant move and i think it's also shown through um the marvel shows right like maybe falcon can't hold a movie by himself maybe hawkeye can't maybe scarlet witch can't um so let's give them these you know shows where we can dig into them and give that content for people who want to see it but also not really worry about a potential flop in in the box office.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to ask you guys as well. Was just the idea of all these other standalone films that were, you know, uh, cancelled out after the release of Solo. Do you would you like to see those ideas potentially make their way onto a Disney Plus as a series?
2: Yeah, I'm down for it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I just it. I mean, <laughs> there are some ideas that I think would could be executed better than others. You know, um, like I think that the Kenobi option is is a stronger option than a Boba Fett or Knights of the Old Republic kind mm-hmm. of deal. But prove me wrong. I'm more than happy to eat my words later. I mean, <laughs> please.
2: I think it's a good. It's a good place. It's probably the best place um, to experiment, right? Like, to figure out what's, like, how far we can push things. Again, just looking at Marvel again, the, that, like, What If series, um, where it's sort of, like, I guess, you know, like, changing certain aspects of, like, what happened and let's, like, explore what might have happened. Like, that's a great show to put on this platform and experiment with how you can, you know, tell these stories in different ways. And I think if Star Wars kind of did that as well, um, not, not like a show like what if, but, you know, just something, something they might not have taken a risk on before. Um I think that's the sort of beauty of this platform because people will pay for it and they will make a lot of money off it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like with Marvel, the shorter stories just work anyway, but particularly like you can do those particular types of films, like as a theatrical film. Whereas Star Wars, I feel like the film should just be for the uh, for the Skywalker saga, and perhaps this new trilogy, whatever that is, this big scale type of story. Whereas these character-based projects could actually make more sense as a longer series, mm-hmm. as opposed to like just pushing it in a two-hour movie. I feel like the only exception would be Rogue One, which I think worked pretty well, but obviously if the rest of the films are character-based, I don't know if that'll work as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, fingers crossed, you never know. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, angry ig a eight fans out there who are begging <laughs> this and don't where's be, my standalone where's my dengar film <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no yeah i think
2: i think all of those um both rogue one and solo would have been amazing um series right hmm. um i mean just if even if you just think about breaking up rogue one in little sections like a Jetta episode and you know blah 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 um it they all would have benefited from that. Um they both work you know well as movies, but um I think it would have been also really cool to see those things sort of spread out and and work on this platform and then yeah, like you said save the that theatrical release for these these big tent pole um saga films.
1: Yeah. And to kind of take a spin off of that, um as much as I love Rogue One and it is my favorite of the Disney Star Wars movies, it will always have that, that spot, well, not always, but for now, it has that number one spot in my heart. But the one of the major criticisms of Rogue One was because they had so many interesting characters, they didn't have that much time to develop them on screen, and you just got a lot of, this happened in the past. Okay, cool, for your character development. And instead of that, you could have shown that in mm-hmm. an animated series. Um, Lucasfilm, the new canon has had so many fascinating and multifaceted characters that probably could really benefit from being explored in this medium. But
2: <laughs> what do I know? We're not executives. <laughs> Give them
1: more time.
0: I feel like Solo would have might have worked better as a TV series just because there's so much in that story. That you could split it into different sections, and you know, I feel like there would have been a bit more drama there. Um, not to you know shorten the film. Um, don't hurt me, Ron Howard. Uh, I just feel like yeah, <laughs> so if a sequel were to happen, I feel like it wouldn't feel too out of place on a Disney Plus platform. Um, mm-hmm. You know, having people like Emilia Clarke who's used to these big budgeted. Uh, long form shows might be a good thing. Mhm. So and I think the
2: solo movie works well like as a pilot of sorts. Yes. Right like yeah, yeah. it's very much a jumping Absolutely. off point. Um so yeah. Again, you know, I hope people are thinking about these things <laughs> cuz we sure are.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so yeah, um overall, everyone can I be TV show good thing or bad thing?
2: It's a winner.
1: So good, so good.
0: I personally love the idea.
2: And there's also reports about him, uh, <laughs> uh, Ewan McGregor, like directing it, some of it.
0: Ooh, that'd be cool. I
1: mm-hmm. have heard that as well. I read that. Yep. Which, please. Oh, yeah. I love, I love the different perspective that actors in a mm-hmm. directing role can give. I just think that's, and I, I don't. Has he directed anything before? Do we know? Does I he have any directing so. credits under his belt?
2: Yeah, I can't be sure. Um, for me, it's just like anything that sweetens the deal for him. <laughs> just get just get him. <laughs>
1: yeah, get him on board. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, let's see. I don't know if he's directed anything either. Oh, actually, he did direct uh, American Pastoral, which came out in 2016.
0: Oh, okay. Cool.
2: Um, so he's got a little bit under the belt. Um but, yeah, it seems like feature length, not not anything sort of um, in a series or anything. Mhm.
1: Neato. There was also Neato. that little hint.
0: someone mentioned that a familiar um, droid friend would be returning.
2: Yeah, what's that about?
0: Well, my immediate thoughts are obviously to our our favorite droid in the whole saga, which is a Chrome Boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Aww>. <laughs> bring back R five. Poor
0: little copper fella. Um, yeah, I don't know. It could be R two. I suppose it's the oh, wait, R4. 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 R4 is the automatic.
1: Or wait, R four. Sorry, R four. That's UN's buddy.
0: R four. I think got ripped up. Right. There's a few R fours.
1: Did he get ripped the up? The red
2: one got ripped up. Right. In
0: yeah. R four. Yeah, D9, wasn't it? It
2: was like P-17. Oh, yeah. was one of them. R4 P-17. Um, yeah,
0: there was the one that was destroyed in the attack of the clones. There was the one that got his head ripped off in the beginning of Revenge of the Sith.
2: Jesus
1: Christ, Obi-Wan is not allowed to own like any flying. more droids.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jesus,
1: apparently not. Wow never mind I, I i do not wish any yeah, droids oh, upon him.
0: is the uh is the copper boy
2: apparently um according to our Wookieepedia, r four p seventeen survived through the events of attack of the clones and is he, so he's the same one who goes to Camino but then dies but then dies yeah buddy. by the the buzz droids bullshit. Oh well, then f- mm-hmm. that's bull. I don't, I don't believe that, Nikki.
1: Justice for R four.
2: <laughs> but yeah, R four G nine straight up G. He's the one that fans voted on, right? Straight They're up G nine. Like- <laughs> and then dumb fans were like, "Make him one color."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Make his design simple and not as exciting. Do it.
2: Yeah, there we go. George Lucas I decided like to let subscribers. Though. He's a cutie boy. Star hyperspace. Shout out. <laughs> uh, R4. R4 was a <laughs>
0: Yeah, babe. I-, I love this. On the Wikipedia Pretty page, girl. it says personality and traits. R4 had a female personality and showed bravery against separatists. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Here comes casual feminist rant. Um, what is a female personality? Because I do not think I possess Coo-wee. one
3: of those.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not much of a rant. <laughs> it's a good question.
2: Because they don't really I'm have, saying. like, feminine beeps. She
0: beeped provo- uh, provocatively.
1: Are you saying- I'm just not going to open this can I mean, can it's, of st- worms. it's stupid. I'm- is that the... What the fuck does it mean, a female personality? If you want to gender your droids, fine. Gender, let your droid gender identify as whatever. If they want to be a female droid, let them be a female droid. But that's not her personality. That's her gender. Get your shit together. Got him. Wikipedia. Roasted. Hey, long
2: blast. Uh, but no, yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's a it's a ridiculous right. like sort of way to describe droids. Let's <laughs> uh, yeah. just.
1: I need to work on my female personality I've been lacking in that area
0: (laughs) I mean unless it just means you know that she goes by she I don't know droids are weird (laughs) droids are weird anyway speaking of weirdness what made you moist in Star Wars news this week
1: (laughs) who wants to start I'll go
0: first um so, earlier today, com reported that Yuma <laughs> is set to replace his role on Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> um, that made me moist. There we go. It was just one of those things where, because it, it's been out there for so long, it was like, okay, I don't, I won't care if this happens. But as soon as the the likelihood went up, I was like, oh shit. I want this. Mm-hmm. I accept this. I put my arms out. Drop the bathrobe and let Ewan McGregor cuddle me um (laughs) in terms of you know having this story given to us I was like yeah I'm in for this um so I'm pretty moist about that I suppose also I came up with a stupid theory earlier that was supposed to be a joke but now I kind of want it to happen which is that the only reason why Ewan McGregor is being asked back is because Lucasfilm are trying to Get him to coax his uncle to come back for the um the thing that we all really want, which is the uh, wedge until he's. Oh, get it wedge, get it, yes.
2: fucking get it wedge,
0: yes.
1: <laughs> Dennis Lawson is saying so far away from Star Wars that it's just not even funny.
0: <laughs> I just love the idea of like Nikki watching Empire, and all you can hear is just him going, "Fucking get it wedge,
2: dude." Wedge is such a G. <laughs> and I was he was at... Um, <laughs> when he was in Orlando celebration, he was loving life. He's like, this is like the fucking greatest thing of all time. Uh, oh, that w-
0: that was a great... That was great to see him.
1: It's called... <laughs> it's called acting.
0: <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. He probably did have a good time, but what's yeah. you going on? Come back, baby.
2: I, I like, genuinely, genuinely believe... He regretted like turning down seven, um, which I mean, as an actor, you know, you know so they're just like, "Hey, show up in the background." I, I understand his decision, but um, oh man, it would have been so dope if he was uh, if he was still hanging around.
0: Yeah, part of me really wants him to be in nine, mm-hmm. just for the. I, I I personally want there to be a third death star. <laughs> <laughs> Just so Wedge can come back and be like this shit again. Okay, I'm back. I'm back, boys, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Guess who's back? It's the G, W E D G. It'd be great if like Wedge.
2: another pilot was like. Uh, Look at the size of that thing, and he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like it's really, like, it's like a horror film. Like it's kind of scary. Like he shouts at him in the corridor. <laughs> What if the other guy is the son of that douchebag that was talking to Luke in uh, Episode Four? The original Wedge.
2: Oh.
1: Oh, it's impossible (laughs) even for a
0: computer. His son is now (laughs) in the Resistance, and he's also a douchebag. Fake Wedge. What are you That guy didn't get laid. No, fake Wedge. Yeah. Um. I also love the idea that his name is Fake Wedge. Like his parents looked at him. Yeah, and went, that's his name. will call you Fake <laughs> Wedge. Well, isn't that like
2: in the from a certain point of view <laughs> story?
1: Yes, it is. There's a story about Fake Wedge being like mad that he's not, or that uh, everyone calls him Fake Wedge.
2: <laughs> that's brilliant. yeah.
1: It's so. That book had a lot oh, of oh, it's points, high points. But that book had a lot of high Oof. points too. And if you think I didn't laugh at that, like crazy, it's high points yeah, slapped. That was good. Do you think
0: people? you think people like they really slapped? People thought he was Wedge, and that like, got him laid. Ooh, that's possible. <laughs> like he's like they're like, are you Wedge and Talies? He's like, yes.
2: Then the question is, do we believe at that are- point in the timeline, Wedge would have gotten laid? Because he's kind of a, it's kind of a klutz in yes, in uh,
0: Rebels.
1: Oh, my god and rebels wedge was such a dork
0: oh I was just talking about like I didn't know he we was talking about episode four timeline I just assumed that this is oh after, after episode, episode six. six he's
2: getting as much as he wants mm-hmm
1: for sure you're a war hero he's
2: hitting it off with Nora
1: you know you got them smooth moves with Nora that's right. <laughs> Holy cannoli! That did happen. Oh yeah, you're right. He does. Wow. He does suck.
0: I just remember. <laughs> <laughs> Your husband died again. Here's some flowers. Like <laughs> <laughs> <I> fuck you.
1: <laughs> Your husband died again.
0: Like, so. so let me pretty. smash. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. May I shoot my proton torpedo into that two meter wide hole,
2: please? Hashtag war hero.
1: Jesus, Nora got around, I guess. <laughs>
2: Oy babe. So what made you moist, Claire?
0: <laughs> what about you guys? Oy <laughs> babe. <laughs> 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 it's it is. All right,
2: how can we, can we talk about anything else?
1: You're right, we got so sidelined. Claire? He's the moistest thing of all. Um... So my, my moist moment mm. um, comes courtesy of Nikki Kumar.
3: Ooh.
2: Ooh
1: baby. Ooh, not in Fucking the way it, you're wedge. thinking, listeners. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, so I, um, so it, by the time this episode drops, you can go to the YouTube.com and see exactly what I'm talking about here. But um, I'm going to leave my moist moment a little vague. But Nikki Kumar is the best human ever. Just because he sent me. Well, this is probably going to give it away. Who cares? He sent me a care package from Galaxy's Edge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nikki sent me a care package from Galaxy's Edge. And there's a little unboxing video that's going um, on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that, and just know there will be moisture, and it may be in the form of tears coming out of my eyes, so but voiced. it was moist nonetheless.
2: <laughs> I, so was, moist. I was simply the messenger. <laughs> um, but yeah. You were, Well,
1: but you're my hero.
0: Where's my care package, man?
2: The, uh, the force works in mysterious ways, as does international shipping. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, okay you know we'll, we'll get there when we get there um, but yeah uh let's see my moist moment of the week um oh i guess let's see as i'm sure most of you know by now i am a proud employee of the lego company or the lego group uh <laughs> actually their official title um and I was uh, Employee of the Month uh, last month, and um, Employees yes. of the Month, at least in our store, I don't know about other stores, but when we have um, kind of old display sets, uh, the Employee of the Month gets to pick one and take it home if they want it, and um, I did want one, so I am now the proud owner of a Tantive 4, uh Lego set, the new one that kind of came out. Uh, in May, and it is beauteous. And the best part is, I didn't have oh, to take the time yeah. to put it together. It's already put together. <laughs> uh, That's so yeah, awesome. It's looking great. And I also like won the Y wing, the like UCS Y wing on a raffle earlier in the year. So now I just have kind of too much, like shit, and I'm just sort of like stepping around uh, <laughs> Star Wars ships. <laughs> Um, so it's it's kind of fun, but it's, <laughs> it's a beauty to bring it home, and it comes with some great little figures as well. Bale Organa, we got a Jimmy Smiths minifigure out here. People, look alive! Um, so yeah, that made me very moist and happy this week. Is now, it glued? We don't glue them. Mm-hmm. That's uh. Okay.
1: So, what you're saying is, you transported a fully intact Tantive 4 home without mm-hmm. glue and it made it in one I didn't piece. I did not say that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have had to put, <laughs> I may have had to put okay. a few things back together. Um, but now, like, remember. I was going to say, you might be a no, Jedi yeah, master. Remember, you know, over guys, there. people at home, if you've seen the Lego movie, the glue's the enemy. Um,. So, watch out with that glue stuff. Um, But yeah, no, it's it's great. It's looking good. I just need a place to put it now.
0: Well, that's pretty cool. I'm (laughs) not jealous. It's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're all fine here now. How
0: are you? Yeah, I've got a bunch of Lego, and I just, I love displaying them, but my room is so tiny that I've got, like, these two little drawers just crammed full of all these like I've got the TIEF, TIE Advanced mm. uh, prototype the Rogue One tank I've got a V-Wing from like 2005 right uh, a Snowspeeder an A-Wing all just like packed up together I, I and I've got like a bunch more that are in the shed I just need to have a, like a display mm-hmm. room for them once I yeah, like, I've got a
2: bunch of boxes but... like in my closet, and I'm like, I can't build you, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, feel...
0: <laughs> I feel guilty, Like because they're already built, and they're just like catching mm-hmm. dust, and I just want to display them. I'm like, I can't. I'm going to have to probably box these up at some point, and I feel bad. It's a rough life. Ugh. Dude, and then I that keep buying more October sets. launch is going to happen for
2: episode 9 and like Mandalorian and stuff and it's not going to be pretty, I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> Sizzle. Goodbye, as an employee,
2: I actually don't know anything. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll preface that. And as an employee...
1: I thought you were actually no, suggesting employee, that you've seen I things.
2: Do not recognize leaks in any way, um, but I'll just I'll just put that out there officially, just so people know. I cannot comment. All I know is that Don't they're coming. Don't
3: fire me,
0: Lego. <laughs> it's just the man with a big hammer about to uh-huh. smash the employee of the month for uh, <laughs> <to> slash it, <laughs> and the hammer is called Reddit. Forward slash Lego leaks.
1: Oh, God.
0: Well, I think that's all we've got time for this week. Um, thank you for listening, as always. Um, I keep saying, um, it's because it's, it's f- for people listening, it's three <laughs> in the morning over here. So, you know, deal with it. <laughs> I'm, sure will, I'm sure Ben will cut most of the. I mean, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Um On Instagram, we're at Pod, And don't forget to like us on Facebook for show updates and other cool stuff. If you ever feel like sending in a question or voicemail, don't forget you can send it to Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, get some sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the and um, This includes our fabulous, salacious crumb no one's ever really gone shirts, which Claire wonderfully displayed. Um, in Every our advertisement for that,
1: ev- at least once a week. It is also uh, wonderfully displayed in the Chicago suburbs to some capacity.
0: Ooh, <laughs> you hear that? That's free publicity, baby. <laughs> You're right. Um, don't forget to become a patron on our Patreon page, because that would be super cool. We've got some cool stuff in the works for that, which, you know spoilers um, and if you want to play Battlefront 2 with us on Playstation Network don't forget to join our community group just search for Imperial Spirit Podcast and it will appear um, personally between you and me guys if you want to follow me go to Twitter search at CMWASHBY but what about you two guys? What if I want to find you online? Well, where do I find you? You can find me on
2: Twitter at Naquicius, N-A-Q-U-I-C-A-I-O-U-S. or you can uh, hunt for me on Instagram at nictofer N-I-C-T-O-P-H-E-R.
1: And you can catch me on both Twitter and Instagram at Cstribs. That is C-S-T-R-I-B-S. And uh, yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much where you can find me.
0: Oh awesome. Oh, thank you guys for I do Thank you guys. We we, we always do this. <laughs> I think I'm going I think I'm going crazy.
1: I mean, it is 3 in the morning, Charlie. You're the one I decided to stay up. Nobody trusts I arms. love the fans so much. <laughs>
0: so much. So if anyone wants me to leave, they can shove it up their ass. You're right. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The <laughs> Beauty Podcast. The Force <laughs> will be with you. Always. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Desert dwellers, you're listening to the, uh, the Ben delete that. Nailed it. Who wrote the show?